Welcome, everybody, to a special Monday podcast here. It is Monday afternoon. It is an absolutely beautiful day today. And today's topic for Monday's episode, sometimes here on Mondays, here on the channel, we have a subject I like to call creative resolutions. That's right. We're going to be taking portions of what you see on TV to what we can do to fix it to make it better. Today's topic class, the women's division and the men's tag team division. Now, the women's division depicts of both the women's tag team and the singles division. How can we fix these, you say? Well, let's start off with the problem. The problem about the women's division is there's no depth. There's absolutely no depth to the women's division. And you're only pushing two, maybe three women. You're pushing Alexa Bliss. You're pushing Charlotte Flair again. And Nikki Cross to go along with Alexa Bliss. You're really not pushing Bailey. You're burying Bailey in this storyline with Charlotte Flair. And more than likely, Bailey's going to be leading the title at Clash of Champions. So... What we've been trying to do here is character development. Character development is making each and every character on your show credible so that the people can resonate better with them. So they can be like, hey, I'm behind a winner here. People love to be behind a winner. They don't they don't like like Ember Moon, you know? Ember Moon was great, former NXT women's champion. Bailey, same as her, former NXT Women's Champion. Ember Moon is great, but on TV, she's been portrayed as a loser, you know? Losing to Bailey, losing three, losing after, you know, losing to Bailey, losing before losing to Bailey, looking like we're having a sympathetic loser here, you know? I mean, the people can't get behind that nowadays. The people don't understand that. Hydrate. But still, the women's tag team champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, are they doing anything with the titles? No. Have they really done anything with the titles since its inception when Sasha and Bailey were champions? No. You know, either you scrap the titles or... We get the titles going all the way around Raw, SmackDown, and NXT when NXT goes to USA September 18th. They're going to be getting a two-week jump on AEW, or so to speak. But we talked about that in the last podcast yesterday about the differentials on what you're going to see between AEW and NXT. You know, NXT's at full sale. Which only has about 400, 500 people, mainly. And AEW is doing 14,000, 15,000, 16,000 people sold out. What is that going to tell you to the casual fan? Look what AEW is doing. They're doing bigger shows. Well, WWE is only portraying about 500 people. You know, it's going to look bad. But, um,. I know NXT can get on its own, can get over on its own, so I have no doubts in NXT's um, production value, so 
But um, we need to increase the women's production value here. Um, Becky Lynch is doing all that she can. She did a hot promo. Um, Natalia's being portrayed as a loser. She's been getting her ass beat by Sasha Banks week in and week out, you know. Um, so Natalia's been really portrayed as a nobody. Ember Moon. Um... I really wish we would see more of Sarah Logan because I like what her new gimmick is doing. And the Riot Squad has been broken up for a while. We haven't seen any of Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot has been out on injuries. She had her shoulder redone. So Ruby Riot's going to be out for a while. But still, you could pair up Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan together. You could still have the Riot Squad or come up with a new tag team. They're used to tagging up with each other. So, there you go. There's another team right there to add to the women's tag team division. Now, the women's singles division is quite simple. You know, you you pluck a couple women from NXT. I mean, you got another team in Bourne and Bougie with Vanessa Bourne and uh, Leah. Their team. You got, there, there's another team for you. You know, um, you got the Kabuki Warriors. You got another team. You got the Iconics. There's another team, even though I think they're eye-terrible. Um, you could also pair up Natalia and Beth Phoenix from time to time. Or Trish and Lita from time to time. Uh, so, there's so many. And, and plus, I'm sure you can pluck a couple women from NXT UK and put them in the tag team. Like, um, Nina Edwards, and, Nina Samuels, excuse me, not Nina Edwards, Nina Samuels and Jazzy Gabbard. There's a team right there that I really think that could be a front runner for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship because they're both good. And Jazzy Gabbard's a monster, you know, she's huge. I mean, the, endless, the, the possibilities are limitless for when you can pluck women from NXT and NXT UK over to help out the women's division. I mean, you could even take Tony Storm and put her in the women's division and automatically, boom, right there, superstar that could chase Tony Storm around and make them credible. Or, um, what, um... Um, Piper Niven, you could simply pluck her and bring her into the main roster in NXT. Um, Isla Dawn, you could do all of that. You, um, Sarah Logan, like I said, Dana Brooke, even though she, from what I've been hearing, she's the hardest working woman, so why isn't she being portrayed on TV? So... There you go with another idea. You have the depth. They, you just have to put them on TV. Incredible storylines to which the people can understand and the people can get behind it. That's what we're trying to sell here. We're trying to sell tickets. We're trying to sell people into the building. Not sell people out to the point where we're burned out and start and tired of the same storyline, and tired of the same people being pushed. That's WWE's issue. They keep pushing the same people. We need new stars. We need 
new blood in our program. We need we need better booking, first of all. I mean, it goes from the top down to below. You got the best roster you've ever had in years. Now it's time to get the best creative you've ever had in years. So that way, the booking matches with the talent. Now you understand how, how what we're getting here? When you have the best booking doing the best stuff possible with the best talent that you've had, it only matches to be great, you know? It's easy. And the men's tag team division, same deal. Uh, you know, we just finally saw Heavy Machinery after three weeks. I like what they were doing with Daniel and Eric Rowan. You know, they were a great tag team, but they were no tag teams. The Usos can't seem to get themselves out of the off the sauce. You know, a little glug, 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 a little bit too much there. So I think the Usos are going to be off TV for a while. Um, you have the Street Profits. You got the Revival. Um, I don't know about Jeff Hardy. But when he gets up and ready, gets back into the ring, I'm sure we can bring the Hardys back together. They always help out putting over all their talents. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan were doing great pushing over other talents. Daniel Bryan was a put-over machine since he came back to WWE competition. Uh, uh, So, and an idea that I have is have one champion. One tag team champion to go all around Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Well, NXT, you still got the NXT Tag Team Championships. So, have one champion go through Raw and SmackDown. That way, you have enough teams to chase the champion to make it look like you have a decent division. Or at least you're trying. Because AEW is going to mainly focus on their tag team wrestling. And they already have great tag teams. You got the Bucks. You got... The Lucha Bros. You got the Dark Order. You got Angelico and Jack Evans. SCU. The Best Friends. They're going to... AEW's primary focus is to showcase their tag team talents. And boy, do they have a lot of talent. And the rumor that LAX might be going to AEW. Oh, just adding them to that kind of action is only going to make the tag team division better. Even better than what we're ever going to see. So WWE really needs to pick it up with their tag team divisions. And it's really simple. You know, you have one champion. One tag team champion to go all around Raw and SmackDown. So that way. And then maybe on like a clash of champions or something, you have the NXT Tag Team Champions versus the WWE World Tag Team Champions. And then at Clash of Champions, we would have, you know, the Women's Champion versus the WWE Women's Champion. No more two belts. Get one belt this time, since we don't have the depth. So we scrap both the Raw and SmackDown. We have a unification match. To make one champion. And we do the same thing with the tag team divisions. No more Raw and SmackDown tag team champions. We have one WWE World Tag Team Champions. I would have it in a ladder match. So that way everything is fair and it's going to be a great 
great match to watch. So you would have one champion for the tag team males. You would have one woman's champion and one woman's tag team champions. Enough of everybody getting everything. Not everybody deserves something. Not everybody deserves to be on a pay-per-view. We have to get the revolving door of talent going again. We can't keep pushing the same people. And we can't keep doing the same rehash storylines. We need fresh storylines. We need some fresh creative going on here. And I think what we've been seeing on Raw is definitely a good start in the right direction. SmackDown started off on a good direction too. But towards the end of the show, it ended up being an episode of Scooby-Doo where you got a red herring instead of the actual reveal to Roman Reigns' attacker. And I thought that was really fucking stupid upon WWE's part. You know, they've been jumping the gun with this whole Roman attacker. And it seems like they're learning their lesson week in, week out. But that red herring, that was the most stupidest thing ever. And... Going towards it, they're just looking around like, what the hell are they looking at? You know, it looked stupid. I'm tired of WWE insulting my intelligence and the fans' intelligence. Because basically the demographic that mainly comes there is either children or people within 20 to mid-30s, maybe later. So, you know, you... You got a book to that age demographic and it's really not. Even the kids... Even from the report that Vince doesn't even listen to his 11-year-old grandkids, that even they say the product sucks. You know? It's really hard. Well, for me, it's actually rather easy to actually do this of of resolving these creative blunders that WWE puts themselves into. I blame nobody but Vince and Creative for putting themselves in this corner. And it's rather easy now with NXT going to two hours on USA on Wednesday nights. So, if the Creative is smart here, the Creative will know exactly what to do with everything. And and just like I just explained here, it's easy. You just use the talent... That's overseas. You use the talent wherever you can get it. And I'm sure they'd be more than happy to get the exposure on national TV. So, it's rather easy. It's simple. Now, I don't know what they're going to do with 205 Live. I hear they're going to completely scrap 205 Live. I mean... If the numbers aren't there, then, you know, I can completely understand why they're going to scrap 205 Live. The numbers aren't doing anything for 205 Live. NXT UK is barely doing the numbers, but they're doing good in the, um, where they're supposed to be in the UK. They're doing good numbers there. Ah, man. But, um, everything's rather simple, you know. You can put the 205 Live guys and you can stick them on NXT UK. Or, you know, they, you could have them on the extra hour of Raw on SmackDown. Because Fox wants SmackDown to be three hours on Fridays. When October, October 4th. When Fox goes to SmackDown. When SmackDown goes to Fox. 
they're going to have an extra hour. So my idea is have them mix up in Raw and SmackDown. You know, they can go. They have great talent on 205. you got Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, um, and the cast of characters there. Um, so everything is really simple. You just got to sit down and you got to look at your roster. Next man up. That's why I always say next man up. Because I'm sure they're hungry. They're ready for the exposure. They're going to show you what they can do. I just sure hope Creative had the same mentality. Of going out there and giving the best of what they can do. Instead of being lazy. Instead of giving us these cheesy, corny ass storylines. Where it's not building anybody. And... I saw a clip this morning of Ember Moon defeating Charlotte at a house show with an eclipse. Why can't we see that on TV? You know, I mean, I understand house shows, you have a little bit more freedom. You're a little bit more off the cuff. But still, we should have that mentality on TV because people would love that. And building Ember Moon, beating somebody like Charlotte, one, two, three, clean, would be great to see on TV. I would love to see that on TV. You know, uh, with AEW looming, WWE has really got to pick up the pace here. They've really got to get the ball rolling because AEW's action is going to be the best thing that you're going to see on TV when they hit TNT October the 2nd. And their first five shows, now they've been announced for Pittsburgh and I think Milwaukee. So in all of these shows, all five of their first televised, first five televised shows sold out. So WWE has got to get their ball rolling. And I'm, I'm just not talking about the action in the ring. The action in the ring needs to be intensified. The creativity needs to be intensified. It needs to make sense. Um... It needs to catch our spark. NXT has better come up with some big shows lined up. They can't just keep going mosey on doing their own business now. Which was great. Now you've got to pick it up a bit. So people will go over from watching AEW to watch NXT. They're trying to do whatever they can to counter-program that. And the way to counter-program that is to have... Something big happened in most of your shows. You're going to have to captivate your audience within the first five weeks of AEW. So, if you want to win that ratings and you don't want to keep Vince McMahon from putting his hands on your formula, you're going to have to bring out the big guns, your A-game, your Super Bowl championship winning formula to beat AEW, because quite frankly, AEW is like a phoenix rising out of the ashes and it's ready to take WWE's head off. So, that's why we have this page here. That's why we have this channel. That's why I love having conversations with you guys. You guys should smack that bird. Send me a tweet at DeanPro56. Send me an Instagram at Dirt of Dean. No matter which way you spell it, 
You know, you can find me there. You can find me on email at the Dean's Pro Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com. You can find the show, follow the show on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, right here on Anchor, and many other podcast ventures. Do you have a passion? Do you sit there at home just going, you know, I think I have a great opinion about such and such and such and such about the the genre of which you watch TV or sports or even movies. In today's generation, there are so many ways to create a podcast for genres spanning all over the genre platforms. And we have plenty of podcast platforms now to where everybody can have their own opinion. Right here on Anchor is the easiest way to create a podcast. They give you tools that would make your show awesome. I love being here on Anchor. I've been doing this now for well over a month now. So I really like it. I'm getting ready to work on my show and bring more entertainment value to and a little bit more personal value. You can even make money doing your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast all over the globe with well over many, many platforms. And you can make money off of paid sponsorships. Anchor will also match you up with sponsorships at your choice. At your choice, guys. And it's absolutely free. Free is a great word, you guys. I love the price free. So I'm sure you do too. And hit up the Anchor app on on the Google Store, on the App Store for iOS, iPhone, Google, everything. Check out Anchor or online at anchor.fm. This has been another edition of Recreation Solutions here. I know it's probably brief. It's 20 minutes long. And, you know, there's really not much to talk about. I talked about a whole bunch of things yesterday or a couple of things yesterday. And we got Monday Night Raw tonight. We're going to get a continuation of what's going on with Seth and Braun. Now that they're new tag team champions. Uh, maybe we'll see a Fiend attack tonight. I hope Raw's doing a good job again. Because if I can stay up and watch Raw, I'm gonna have you I'm gonna try and have your review right after Raw at eleven. So that way I don't have to come on the next day and really have to hustle and bustle about what I wanna say because it'll be fresh into my mind. Um hit me up guys. Uh hit that bell. For notifications, follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Dino Pastor. You can find me on Twitter at DeanPro56. You can, I'm getting ready to make more websites for the podcast. I'm getting ready to set up a Patreon for so you can you can pay for to see me do retro reviews such as King of the Rings, WrestleManias. All sorts of old pay-per-views going back to the 80s. We can even do WCW, ECW TV. 
we're going to do it all here. I would love some requests from y'all. Hit up the email at the Dean's Pro Wrestling Podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet, you know, smack that bird, you know, smack the bird. Send me a tweet at Dean Pro 56. Thank you guys again for stopping by the channel. It's a beautiful Monday afternoon. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Monday evening. I'm going to, tonight we have Monday Night Raw. I'll be back here to give you your Monday Night Raw review. This is Dean signing off. Remember, next man up.